So today we're beginning a new series it's called Hope is Here. And the reason I, I chose, one of the reasons I, I chose this is I think oftentimes what we need to be reminded of, no matter how often we come to church, and especially what's going on in the world, is that we need this sense of hope, that there is hope. You know, ever since March of 2020, we've experienced something none of us have ever experienced before. Many people have experienced great loss. Many of us have had to overcome physical issues, mental, you know, just dealing with the stress of the pandemic and then spiritual problems also. And as I was preparing my message, I said, I want to think of one word that I can use to kind of describe our world, what it is today. And the word I thought of was troubling. I think most of us hear things going on in the world and it just sounds troubling. We're troubled by the news that we hear all. And when that happens, especially the past months or year, it, it can cause us to question our faith at times. Things that we used to believe, maybe we held on too tightly, we begin to doubt maybe a little bit. Some of us feel broken just because of the pain we've had to endure. The pain in our lives, the pain we hear broadcast on the news in our country and around the world. I know it's hard to do, but I, I think we can all agree on one thing, mate. One thing it's hard to do in this world today, but I think what the world needs right now, we're all in serious need of hope. And as I was thinking of hope, I, I remind of this story of you girls play any sports at all? No. I bet you do something, though. You're a member of a team or school. Girl Scouts. There you go. Well, I like watching the, the, the sports. I'm a, I'm a guy, so I like sports. But there was a Little League game, and I love watching uh, Laura's uh, grandson, Austin, plays a little you know, football pony league, I guess they call it. But she was sharing how much fun it was to watch him in his first football game. And it is such a joy to see the little ones competing and learning sports. And anyhow, Little League, you know, sometimes it gets out of hand. And it was still the top of the first inning. The, the team was batting, and it was 16 to nothing already. It didn't look good. So one of the adults, one of the parents, went over to the, the dugout where all the team was sitting, the, the team that wasn't on the field. You know, they're watching their team fall behind. and. Said, oh, I'm kind of sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Don't you feel discouraged by the score? It's awful, isn't it? And one little boy just looked up and said, what do you mean? We haven't even come to bat yet. There's still hope. Yeah. And oftentimes I think that's what we need to remember. No matter how much the news distresses us, we still have hope in the face of trouble even if it seems we're behind by a great score. That's one way to look at the challenges we face in life. And oftentimes throughout history, this is what the church is kind of known for. You know, we, we have this hope, this hope that goes beyond what we can see. And we, we hope because of Jesus Christ. That's what we place our hope in. And as I was trying to find something for 
for, to demonstrate hope, I came upon, if you notice, on the first page of the bulletin, I have the, the hill with the three crosses. You know, we always remember the cross of Jesus, but sometimes we forget about those other two men who were crucified with Christ. They were criminals. And in the gospel, they tell the story of the one man saying, you know, this man, this Jesus, he doesn't deserve this. We deserve it, but he does not. And in the conversation, Jesus basically told the one who, who was repentant, you will be with me in heaven later today. This criminal. Jesus at that last minute saved and granted his mercy and love to that person. And God's mercy and hope and grace continues to go out in our lives. You know, Jesus dying on the cross, he knew the story was not going to end with his death. He knew the tomb would not hold him. And with the resurrection of Jesus, we have this hope. That's the hope of our faith. And as you read through the stories about Jesus in the Gospels, no matter where he went, if he was dealing with someone who had a crippling disease, the man who couldn't walk, the man who was blind, Maybe people just had a, a physical need or a spiritual hunger. They had men possessed by evil spirits that he would cast out. When Jesus went, he met those people wherever they were at, whatever they were encountering in their lives. The people that we read about that make up those stories along with Jesus and disciples, they knew. We hear about great multitudes following him around they knew if Jesus is here, there's hope. Where Jesus went, there was hope. The truth is, I think most of you will agree with this, life can be hard. Life can be difficult at times. There are times we just need a reminder that there is hope. Life's circumstances can make us feel hopeless. I, I would argue that there's nothing in life that can steal our hope in more than when we feel worn down by what's going on in our lives. We just feel this burden that we're carrying. We get tired. We get worn out. Many of us, if we're not feeling that today, we've had things in our life that we have had to deal with that make us feel worn out and tired especially with what we dealt with with the COVID-19, waiting for medical tests we share, a procedure we have to go through, relationships that sometimes are difficult. And in all this, we're just trying to grow a little bit spiritually. It's times like this when we feel like we just cannot keep going. I can't keep going. I feel like I'm at the end of the rope. All we want to do then is, I just want to give up. And it's football season. Famous NFL coach Vince Lombardi once said that fatigue makes cowards out of us all. We get worn down and we get tired. And Jesus knew this tendency that people had to put heavy burdens on themselves. And that would cause them to lose hope. John the Baptist, the man who baptized Jesus in the Jordan, who said, 
This is the son of God. This is the Christ. This is the lamb of God. He gets arrested. He's in prison. John the Baptist was losing hope in the 11th chapter of Matthew. We hear the story. Verses 2 and 3 say, Now when John heard in prison about the things that Christ was doing, he sent word by his disciples to Jesus, asking, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? The man who baptized him was losing hope. And that's what the rest of chapter 11 has in it. Jesus talking about how important John the Baptist is. And the questions he was asking, he answered. And that's what our gospel reading is. It's the 11th chapter, verses 28 to 30. I just asked that you hear these words. And I'm reading from the Common English Bible. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Jesus, in these few verses, is doing a couple of things. The first thing he's doing is he is acknowledging, he's saying, life is heavy. We often live without margin. There's much, not much room in our lives for rest. Oftentimes we're hard on ourselves. That old saying, we are our own worst critics at times. That applies to me. Sometimes we work hard to keep up with others. And we just get weary. We get worn down. And Jesus is just, he's normalizing this for us. We don't have to feel bad when we feel crushed by the burdens in our life. We don't have to feel like a failure when we feel worn down. Because when we do that, we often shy away from going to God for help. And we avoid being vulnerable with other people. That's why those small groups are so important. We get to hear stories of people going through things that we've gone through. We get to lift each other up. But Jesus here, he's saying, if you are weary, we just have to come to him. He's inviting us. It's an invitation. Then Jesus is offering us a solution. He's inviting us to come to him. And he's saying, I have a solution. He tells us to take off our yoke and put his yoke on. And a yoke is a it's a wooden harness that using animals. I like going up to Lancaster County. You watch the Amish in the fields with their mule teams often. They put it over the livestock to pull a wagon or plow the field. And it, it keeps the livestock safe as also allows the farmer to control them. That animal is going to submit to the farmer. It's easier with this yoke that's placed on them. And when Jesus was talking this day about take the yoke, there were people he was speaking to who were submitting to a way of life 
that was law-based, the Old Testament law, the Ten Commandments. They started with Ten Commandments and they kept adding on. And it was so hard to live up to those requirements. It was religious and legalistic, and that's what Jesus spoke out against. It was performance-based and driven by the need to succeed. If I do this, if I follow all these commandments, I'm good. I just have to do that. I just have to do that. I have to work at it. That's not what Jesus taught. In fact, it, it's in these legalistic requirements of the religious leaders that Jesus spoke out again. The yoke of Jesus, it, it's offering us grace, mercy, compassion, and love. One yoke causes us to become worn down and weary. The other one helps us, helps people to find peace. And Jesus is offering people today that same yoke, the yoke of grace, mercy, compassion, and, and love, in which we can find peace in this crazy world. He invites us to remove whatever yokes we have had around our necks and to place his yoke upon us because it's easy. It's light, and it will give us rest. You know, Jesus offers this hope for the weary by reminding us that our value is not found in how well we hold it together, especially when things get tough, or how we compare with people around us. Our value comes from God's love for each one of us. And the grace that he offers to all. If you find yourself weary today. Whether because of circumstances that you can't control. Or oftentimes I'm responsible for these feelings and these situations. Jesus offers that same hope today. He wants to offer us hope for a better tomorrow. Hope for a true purpose in our lives hope for a clean slate and hope for peace and rest and that hope is only found in jesus because wherever jesus is there is hope and what's interesting about this illustration about the yoke jesus says take my yoke says these yokes typically are not worn by a single animal. Usually there's a couple, more than one. Sometimes there's two by two, three by three. They would work together to pull and plow. That's the reason we're celebrating Back to Church Sunday. Such an important day to, to say that we find hope when we recognize we need each other. The hope that we find in Jesus is best experienced with other people. And our memory verse for today, uh, in Galatians 6.2, Paul was writing to the people, the church in Galatia, about how important it is to, to live in community with one another. And he wrote this, carry each other's burdens and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. And to live in the line with the way of Jesus is to be willing to meet the needs of others, to, 
the little things we do. We gather to help people who need it with love, ink, code purple. When we see someone else in the church who is weary or burdened, we come to their aid with the joy of Jesus. Because in doing so, we're, we're offering hope. Burdens come in all sizes and shapes. Some burdens, like I said, mine are usually self-inflicted. But we can help shoulder those burdens of one another by offering grace and forgiveness and a willingness to help find a better way. You know, sometimes things happen to us that we have no control over. A health issue, a sickness that was unexpected, a job loss. In these instances, we carry one another's burdens by being a listening ear or bringing a meal to someone that needs it, helping to meet a financial need. Now, as I reflected, I, you know, this, this season, but really being a pastor has always been challenging. It's always challenging to be a pastor in good times and bad. But I wouldn't stop. I don't want to stop doing it. I wouldn't give it up. I wouldn't trade it for the world because I get to witness people having Jesus work in their lives. I get to experience Christ through the people sitting in the pews. Watching people give of themselves to help meet the needs of people in our church families and in the community. That's watching them be the hands and feet of Jesus. Whenever there's a lack of hope in our community, we are there to help carry the burden. Because, you see, where Christians are, Jesus is. And where Jesus is, hope is. The good news is that when we love one another, we fulfill the most basic law, the basic will of God. That Jesus said, Jesus was asked, what's the most important commandment? And he says, when we love God with our whole heart and to love our neighbors as ourselves, when we do that, Jesus said, all the, the laws, all the Old Testament laws and the prophets, they hang on those two things, loving God with our whole heart and loving others as ourselves. That just sounds like hope to me. Hope that no matter where we find ourselves today, Jesus is offering us rest and peace. And we don't have to go it alone. Sometimes we just need someone to help us say no. No to the things that occupy our time, occupy our attention, or occupy our resources. Sometimes we need someone to remind us that we're loved by God. And that's enough. That's the truth. You're loved by God, and that is enough. Someone, we just need someone to help us slow down. Find rest in the grace of God. Are you weary today? Are you burdened by life? Come to Jesus and find rest. John Newton put it this way. That name sound familiar to anyone? The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. You don't have to do this life alone. 
We are all in this together. Together with Jesus. And that gives us hope. Amen.